Someone who's do it once and yep. do it right. Absolutely. So yeah. no, I, I, you know, like, uh, I really like that uh, yeah. that way of thinking, man. Yeah. It's, it's awesome, you know. Uh, I'm telling you right now, most yeah. people even just from the first two minutes of meeting you, like, yeah. with the opening of the door, sure, and whatnot, sure. you would have a five star right there. You know. What I, I mean? have heard them say that, but here's the thing: I just it just happened to me. So um, of course I keep track of my uh, my ratings, but that's not a big indication for me because I never let that tell me how much I'm worth or not because that it's good when it's, I'm doing great and it's also helpful until if I'm struggling to know how to probably fine-tune my craft but I never let my reviews dictate my worth and so why I say that is 
recently I just had a poor review come through. Yeah. Now it's not because I treated anyone any less different. I love engaging with everyone with their quality, with full on enthusiasm saying, glad you're here, I want to serve you as best as I can. But when it got this uh, poor review, it knocked down my perfect rating down a notch, right? Yeah. And for me, why I celebrated that is because I'm like, this reminds me I'm not perfect. This reminds me, secondly, that I'm not everyone's jam, and that's totally okay. Even though I'm as courteous and upfront with everyone as I can, there are some people who are like, you're not my jam, and I want them to have full freedom to be able to, be able to say, I don't like what you're doing or, or your personality or whatever, because you're not supposed to all be the same. I'm not taking that personally, I'm just saying, I'd rather you have your full access to saying, I'd rather not spend time with you, but someone else. And I'm gonna reflect that in the way I'm gonna rate you. I don't take that personally because for me, my work was never attached to my review. You see what I'm saying? No, 100%. And uh, you know, man, what I like about that yeah. is the matter of, so there's two things. A, people, so this is just an example of, uh, yeah. you know, having the perfect rating. A lot of people are so up in their own head and egos nowadays, right? Like. It's like that one bad review will all of a sudden dictate, you know, for you, it gave you a quick reminder, but a lot of people will sit yeah. there like, oh my god, I'm not perfect, I'm yeah. not what, what, yeah. what, yeah. what, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, another reason why I really like that is yeah. for uh, your view on that is because, you know, if a person doesn't accept defeat, and, or sorry, let me rephrase that, if a yeah. person doesn't accept the educational side of defeat, mm -hmm. then they've just created a situation where they've been defeated with no benefits. Mm -hmm. So, by looking at a situation in which you have, you know, had failure, mm -hmm. well, why not go ahead and say, well, I, I don't know why I failed here mm -hmm. necessarily, but let's take a look at it mm -hmm. so I can be extra aware in that sense, mm -hmm. and then it will not happen again. Right? Sure, yeah. yeah. So I think that you know, like. You know, seeing that your score get bumped down and not giving a crap, right? That's yeah. that's awesome, man. Yeah. Like that, and that shows that you, even despite having a fantastic rating, always are open to improvement, and that right. is massive. Right. Massive. I mean, if I was getting consistently poor reviews, I'd be needing to assess and say, okay, I need to think of something that I'm not seeing that many others are seeing, right? Exactly. So that's where the ratings are really helpful, I find. But even then, I'd tell that individual, by all means, take the intel you need to get better, but don't let that define your worth. Your worth is already there in the first place. And you just need to be able to see your worth aside from your accomplishments. 100%. So that's important, I'd say. That's awesome, man. That's a great outlook, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, of appreciate that. Yeah, of course, man. Jet, um, I'm going to ask permission uh, of you. Yeah. And I'd love for you to have access to your no answer if that's what you feel. Yeah. I really value that. When I, I, on occasion, I'll post some of my conversations with my followers. Yeah. Just because I, I feel like the things that we talk about tonight that come up in conversation yeah. would really serve some of, uh, of, of my audience who may struggle or need encouragement this way. Do I have, may I have your permission? 100% have my permission okay. to do whatever you want without having anything in this video. I'll share with you my card so that you can also know where to find my stuff. But I'll, I'll wait until you come back um, from your appointment here. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll get you to fill out like a little consent form for you if you want, okay? Yeah, of course, man. That'd be amazing. Yeah, of course, man. I appreciate you being willing to do that as well, too. I'm always happy to help. Always happy to help. Especially at the end of a long work day where you're exhausted physically already. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Dude, people... Uh, people love to just...
just say they're too tired to do this, too tired to do that. Yeah. Like, hey man, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna go work out for an hour and right. then cook some shrimp and steak, right? Yeah. yeah. Why? Because uh, I, I I'm a firm believer in people like to just do the bare minimum or whatever the case. Sure. They call it quits. I personally never stop, right? Yeah. I don't like to stop. So. Yeah. Any chance I have to benefit someone else, yep. and especially if it's contrary to benefiting myself as well, but only if it's benefiting both of us, sure. I'm always more than happy to do it. Amazing. More than happy. Alright, man. I'll be right back. Sounds yeah. good. I'll be here, man. Cheers. Cheers. Just look at the TV back here if you want. You're awesome, Nick. You're welcome. Cheers, man. Okay. Two seconds. Yeah, for sure. I hope you guys were encouraged by that conversation with Jet. Um, he's really gracious and kind. So he's letting us um, share this experience, which is awesome. He's going to leave this here for him so he can get to work on the consent form. Consent, if you do not know me well enough in my platform and things that really matter to me, is super important. Super important. Yes, we have 11 more minutes with him too, so it'll be a great conversation still. But yes, consent for me is super important because um, it's a way of saying to someone that I value their voice, I value their ability to be able to say yes or no, because um, we're not all wired the same. For some of us, we really want to keep our anonymity, we want to keep, you know, um, in that zone where we feel like we're in control. When, when someone takes away your control by making decisions for you, uh, it, it can be debilitating, right? It, it, it can be an expression that says, I don't honor and respect your rights to make those decisions, and I want to, I want to make sure that is highlighted. So, hence why I go through all this work of saying, "Hey, there's a consent form, so you and I are on the same page. We're all saying the same thing. That kind of thing is so important for me." Anyway, I hope you're encouraged by this conversation that Jed and I are having. I never choreograph these conversations. I never choreograph them because I like going off of what is happening organically and that's when I, I find it's real. Um, some of you have said, I passed the vibe test. <laughs> I appreciate that um, that sentiment because it captures for me what we're trying to do, uh, especially when we're talking about a vibe test. It says, this is why this is important and valuable and, and significant, right? Is because I'm giving you the real me, they're giving you the, their real selves, and usually it's the real selves because they don't even know that they're going to be featured in the first place. So it seems like we live in a time when authenticity of this variety is at a premium and not often appreciated or highlighted in the way that it could be and so that's why I'm thankful so yeah I'm gonna stop this monologue (laughs) but that's how I think through these things and while I am here I should make note of the way that you can keep in touch. If you want to hang out with me this way, the way I hang out with my riders, I'm trying to make myself available in such a way where you can have access to me. You, we can have these conversations that are meaningful. These um, connections where I can encourage you in your context. Not that I know all the answers. I don't. Um, I've just seen enough life now. I've seen enough of life to know where I stand, why I stand, where I stand. I made, I guess another way to say it is I made enough mistakes along the way 
that inspire and enable me to make the right decisions now. And I still make mistakes, but I think I have a really good ability to acknowledge when I make mistakes and to learn from them so that I'm going in a helpful trajectory. So, yes, so that's why I want to say thank you even for watching this video. Thank you for watching this video um, and considering the things that we're talking about. Thank you for the way that so many of you, so many of you have shown me love, kindness, encouragement. You've told me about how meaningful it is to watch my encounters with various of my riders in my Uber. You know, this is such a simple job. I'm just driving people from point A to point B all day. But it has been such an enriching um, experience. It's been such an enriching experience uh, for me as I am able to, I guess, share my perspectives, my ideas, my experiences in a way that people find really compelling. And they're like, yep, I want to I, I wanna, I wanna move to that next zone of being a better person. That's a tremendous gift. He was talking about how he really appreciated how customer-centric I was. I acknowledge that. I definitely do want to highlight how I can serve my, my riders. That's really important for me. Um, so I, that's why I'm thrilled by doing what I get to do here on an ongoing basis. I think it's, it is fantastic. Oh, I love this song. This song is called Hall of Fame. Oh, it's so good. Let me start again for you guys. Okay, here we go. consumerism and more and more just about you know you're awesome you're this you're that when it, at the end of the day it should be 
what are you doing to contribute to society and that honestly help rather than that? What, what can you buy yourself to make yourself look like this? What can you do to do that? I see what like, you, mean. you know I what I mean? It's, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's just, it's... Uh, on the one hand, I would say there is a necessary inward reflection that needs to happen before they look externally. Because if one isn't really solid and confident in where they're at and how they're proceeding forward... Yeah. But the, the, the variety you're describing, when it's like more narcissistic and ego, ego, egoist, egotistic, yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. Uh, that's a tough part of it. They're being encouraged to be selfish in a way that takes away from others, right? As well as saying, how can I become the best version of myself? First, for me, not for how others see me, but because it matters who I am when I'm looking at myself in the window and no one's there to like give me adulations, right? I woke up recently, um, like super early in the morning, I was doing some work. Yeah. I have a new kind of rigorous schedule that I'm keeping to try and make some of my goals. And my sister wakes up, you know, to, um, to do something. And she's like, man, you came home late last night and you're up this early again? And so I was helping her understand, for me, I found something that is worth losing sleep over, even though I still want to have balance and have good sleep. Yeah. I found something worthwhile losing sleep over because I believe strongly in what it stands for, you know? I get up at 3.30 a.m. every day to work out, cook, do everything I can to make myself prepared for my job. That starts at 7. So I feel you, man. I do the same thing. That is rare. Now, what drives you? What drives me is that feeling of accomplishment, that feeling of not just like I got up, I took care of myself, I made myself healthier, I made myself more knowledge by watching videos on what I want to educate myself mm -hmm. on, but I yeah. also am do like the reason why I do that as well is so that one day when I have the money that I'm going to work hard to have, I yeah. can give back to the yeah. people that help me get there. That is my dream, man, is to not be able to go and buy myself a stupid $40,000 diamond Cuban link necklace. Like, I want, you know what I mean? Like, I hear you, yeah. <laughs> I want to buy my mom a car. I want to buy my brothers a house. Like, yeah. whatever I can do to get yeah. back to the people that helped me, yeah. that's what drives me, man. That's really cool. That's, that's really cool. Do you know what keeps me going, too? I was going to say, what, what else keeps you going, man? Because it's not easy to keep that mentality. I think you and I, in this season of life of struggle and striving and ambitious, um, um, like extending ourselves. Yeah. These experiences right now, hard work of going without, of sacrificing. Like I was telling my sister the other day, I was driving home and seeing all these people down at 17th and and, and uh, that area in the Belt Line there. You know, having a great time. That's where I live. And it's like, man, I would love to go and just hang out and make some friends and whatever, but I'm not going to because I'm driven by the end results. The end result for me is that I am like you gonna make a huge difference in people's lives, right? That's what you meant. I'm gonna make a huge difference in people's lives. Yeah. Um, not only by way of encouragement, but I'm so looking forward to the experience of being able to make some meaningful connections, for example, with social workers that I trust. We're going to give me insight onto who on their portfolios is really struggling and trying the best they can, so I can like throw something away to alleviate that stress point. Rent for a year for a single mom who's trying to make ends meet, for example, or a student um, uh, at the university who's just working three jobs or just trying to make the best they can, but knowing uh, people there who can say, "Yeah, this person could really." 
people you just love and just anonymously like just come and um, show encouragement along the way and enable them to go a little further because it's a grind, right? Oh, yeah. Life's not easy. Absolutely. You like to help people that just you like to help people that just need that extra bit of help, and, but who truly deserve it. And and the way I'd like to try and find them is by throwing up that who needs help is that everyone's just gonna come out of the woodworks. But who are the ones that are striving when no when no one knows that they're you know busting it as best as they can? Those ones that could use that kind of unexpected infusement of encouragement this way. I would love to be able to change their context that way, right? But as far as accessibility to me, it's the kind where I'm like, hey, um, I remember one guy, um, one young guy, maybe like your age, I'm not sure how old you are. I'm 21. 21, yeah, he's probably the same, 23. He says to me, man, I'd like to hang out with you. I said, great, but you need to know two things. If you're going to hang around with me, number one, it's free, but then it's also super expensive. Free in the sense that I don't discriminate. If you want to hang out, great. But know that there's an agenda, an agenda where I have expectations that I set for why I spend time with anyone. Now, I'm very easygoing, I'm very goofy, I'm very silly by nature, I like to have fun. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. also driven and I'm also very purposeful. I have I, I, I have a very close accounting for what I want to see happening. And so if you're trying to sign up for friendship or whatever context this looks like, um, there's going to be some wonderful growth, but it's going to, we'll be in each other's grill in essence, you know? And so... It's going to be free, but expensive at the same time. And you know what, man? I'm actually the same way. Look, yeah. I'm a very I'm a very kind person. Sure. I'm very nice. Yeah. I like to... I mean, I'm tired right now, but I'm usually... You know, I'm a joker. I like to yeah. make jokes, make yeah. people laugh, whatever yeah. the case, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, I am ve- like, I'm very self-disciplined, and, yeah. you know, I have I have my schedule and I have I my routine, right? I 3 o'clock in the morning. It's not easy. It's I not easy. I know. Okay. But, you know what, man? It's no. it's that it's exactly what you're talking about. It's a matter of, I got a schedule. I got stuff I want to do and get done, and I want stuff I want to put out into this world. And if you can't keep up with that, and I don't mean any disrespect, then yeah. stay out my way. Yeah. Don't trade me down because you want to try and do whatever you want when you say you're going to follow my schedule. Because I got a schedule, and I got... A, I got a I got a purpose that I'm trying to fill. If it, you know, don't yeah. don't get in, in the way of my purpose. If you yeah. want to become part of my purpose, yeah. then I am more than happy to to encourage you to come along. But if yeah. you're gonna get in get in my way, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be impressed. Right, right. So I do I do know what you're saying in the sense of don't you know like it comes with a it comes with a price, but it's also free. On my podcast this morning. The question I was answering was... Oh, you do a podcast? I do a few of them, yeah. That's awesome. Thank I love you. podcasts. It's great, man. Dude, yeah. Oh, I'm sure my card was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. This is just a way to keep in touch with some of the stuff that I do, so you can also follow up or whatever. You know, I want to check that out. It's awesome. So, the question I was answering was, um, are there any toxic relationships that you need to bring to an end in your life right now? And the thing I appreciate about this reflection on the question was, it's used, it didn't use the word want, but need. need. Need brings that element of urgency that says, we're not wishfully talking here. You know, just saying, it'd be nice if I could, you know, just address this. But more so along the lines of, that you need to do because this is your, 
progression into becoming a better version of yourself and then being aware what kind of influences are you being affected by because we're in a community right and so even like this conversation for example we're having a fantastic conversation that i'm thankful that you're willing to let me share with my followers because it's going to influence others as well just a simple unexpected conversation along the way and yet it's going to have that kind of effect a ripple effect that others who are um trying to figure this out for example we're talking about are going to be like that was really helpful that was really meaningful that really opened up some insight for them that's a worthwhile investment there that it's a collaborative sort of um engagement right 100 percent and so being aware of those kind of influences that are one going to do you good and also being aware of the ones that are you're saying begging you down one of my dear friends she recently she brought one to an end because she like but, you know, this facilitated so for so long, and now that it brought to an end, I'm saying, thinking I should have done this sooner. I should have done this earlier because it really wasn't serving me, and I was held back because of it, you know. And so, same thing about you were saying there too. You know, one thing about guys like us, you no. know, like I like to help and whatnot. It's, sure. It can be hard to cut someone out of your life when they clearly, you know, and a lot of time, right? You know, a lot of situations that yeah. are toxic. Yeah. You're generally the one helping them, and they're not helping you. But unfortunately, when you like us, you know, you gotta, you gotta learn to cut those out with having that emotional connection. To like, man, I did not want to do that. Now yeah. I feel bad. But part of that conversation is deeply steeped in how does one draw their boundaries? Be aware of the boundaries that they're, that they're drawing. Implement those boundaries yeah. and the consequences of those boundaries. Because for most of them, they're guilted into, manipulated into these settings where they continue to enable and coexist with these influences that for years, for some of them, they're just kind of gripped. And for many of them, as they continue to be affected by them, they're eroded down. So the person they once used to be, which is vibrant, full of life, and definitively assertive of where they're going, has been eroded slowly by slowly to kind of shell that is basically has nothing more to contribute. It's a really sad thing. Interesting way of thinking about it, though. Yeah. You know, yeah, and you know, man, I'm 21, but I've definitely lived a lot, right? Like, my, uh, I, like, I come from, I mean, my mom's a saint, but, you know, my dad and stepmom and others in my life have been, you know, heavy drug users, right? And I've had to, you know, it's put me through dealing with a lot, you know? I've had to, you know, like, resuscitate my dad before, like, mm-hmm. shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And now, the reason why I bring this up is not to bring the mood down, but it's for the no. reason of toxicity, right? Yeah. You know, there's the, always going to be that love you have for someone. And generally, if you're in a toxic relationship, you're still there for a certain reason, right? And, um, you know, I re- recently I've really started excelling in life because I had a lot of people in the past that I like, kept hanging on to because, you know, they're users or whatever the case. And I sit there like, man, you can get sober can do this like get you can get healthy you can be this and you can be that but there's always and now this is tying into the boundaries portion you got to know when to draw the boundaries because there's there's always going to be that wanting to help and there's always going to be that endless feeling of wanting to help but you got to create the actual boundary in the relationship otherwise you know like in a lot of the relationships i've had even though I'm not in a situation where I'm sitting there all effed up on the couch or whatever, I'm now sitting there and trying to deal with that person. I'm now sitting there and trying to help someone when I could be helping, say, not necessarily myself, but helping myself help others that 
sincerely need it and want it and honestly are willing to take it. So that you know the conver the conversation of boundaries is it's, it's a really good one, especially when talking about you know toxicity, right? And um, yeah, man, that's that's it's awesome to you know hear the person who loves to help such as yourself but knows to draw boundaries because I've also met a lot of people in my life right who love to help and don't know how to draw the boundaries and you sit there and you watch them get drugged down and you watch them cry and you watch them this and that and you're like man there's only so much I can do as an outer influence here but you need to draw the boundary and they never create the boundary, and they never do. And it's the saddest, it's one of the saddest things to see, especially in coming from someone who's so, you know, especially when you've seen someone who's so warm-hearted, just by nature not want to leave that person, right? But one of the questions I get is, one of the questions that I often receive is, how do you not get taken advantage of? How do you not let people walk all over you because you're so gracious or giving? And then from my mind, my response is, yeah, my my motto, my brand is kindness. The kindness has kindness has taken uh, communicating about your boundaries. Yeah. Uh, quite a uh, self kindness first, and then it also has a way of implementing it, saying, I'm going to communicate to you how to use my bounds. Here's the consequences of if you cross over. I'm going to be very kind when I implement those. I'm not going to write you off or anything. But I'm still going to be very forthright with saying, maybe we've crossed over into a zone here that I warned you about that you fell to a few times, and so now it comes this point. Yeah, no, and I feel that, man, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm someone who's very nice, but, you know, the way I implement, don't take advantage of me is not someone you want to, you don't want to take advantage of me, right? That's when, that's when my ugly side comes out, you know what I mean? So, yeah, man, you always got to have the boundary, and then when you have that boundary, you have to have the, this is what's going to happen if you cross it. Yeah. So don't take an inch and go for a mile, yeah, right? Exactly. Uh, I don't know if you do the handshaking because of COVID. Oh, okay, awesome. I am very happy to make your acquaintance. I appreciate that, man. It was nice to meet you. Have a pleasure again. Uh, again, of course. Thank you first. All right, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate that. You're so welcome.